Here's a truth that you'll find quite believable. It's time for the show Inconceivable, a fine celebration of trivia and tribulations. And I apologize if you thought that this was going to be a limerick because it's really not. And now here's your host, Dan Morin. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Lex Friedman. Welcome to Inconceivable, a game that tests two teams' knowledge of the nerdy, useless, and obscure. To my right is Team One. Coming to us live all the way from the Delta Quadrant, it's Gene McDonald. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Uh, He's got a lot of character... Oh, I'm sorry, I misread that. He's gotten a lot of characters killed. It's Scott McNulty. (laughs) You're next. (laughs) You're next. Again. (laughs) And it's time for our big finish, Liz Miles. Hello. Uh, Who will be captaining Team One this week? I'm the captain. I get the cat. I will be going down with the ship. <laughs> That's the spirit. That's exactly what I like to hear. Uh, to my left is Team Two. We're not going to let this introduction drag on. It's James Thompson. Well, I've got all my dice ready. I'm here to play D&D. Excellent. Rolling dice is a great way to answer questions on this show. <laughs> uh, I was going to make a joke for this intro, but I was worried it was too unicorny. Kathy Campbell. Mm. Wow. (laughs) I've got nothing to follow up that. That's my design. And he has not (laughs) yet met the dungeon he could not master, Tony Sindelar. Hello, nerds. Who will be captaining Team Numero Dos? I overslept and woke up to find out that I had been nominated and elected captain. <laughs> nominated and elected as an efficient political system. You, you think you don't have to set an alarm on a Saturday, you think wrong. As a reminder, correct answers are worth 10 points with partial credit decided by me and our scorekeeper, Lex. Woohoo! Let's kick it off with round one, a game entitled A Grave Matter. There are many characters in fiction who have met an untimely end, some of them more than once. I am going to give you the epitaph from the gravestone of a fictional character. (laughs) (laughs) You are going to tell me your free time, Dan, picking up these things. You are going to tell me the character. Is this how you spend your free time, responding to the things he thinks up, Scott? (laughs) So. Yes. Well, I always wonder why. Why am who I? Who is more foolish, the fool or the fool who follows, Scott? Mm, mm. The fool. For the fool a fool who listens to the fool that followed. For a trade-off of four points, I will tell you the medium in which this character appears. Uh, and we're going to start with the easy and work our way up to the slightly harder. Gene, <laughs> here's your epitaph. Not your epitaph, of course. Oh. That would be a little weird. <laughs> Died September 7th, 1885, shot in the back by Buford Tannen over a matter of $80, and erected in eternal memory by his beloved Clara. Uh, um, that would be Marty McFly. Nope. No. <laughs> My team, team, you're squeaking. Oh, are, are we allowed to help? Yes, you're totally allowed to help. I didn't so. squeak. <laughs> no, you squeaked. Somebody squeaked. The team is always allowed to interject. I, I yeah. squeaked internally. Uh, I, I believe that uh, that might be Dr. Emmett Brown, since he falls in love with Clara in uh, Back uh, to the Future. I don't know. The one with the train in the <laughs> Old West I, and the Frisbees. Yes. The one that some people can't get right. That number. Right. If you listen to the previous episode. Yeah. Yes. But that, right, right. Thank you, Scott, because I was like Clara, et cetera, trying to figure out which one was Clara. And it was... Uh, uh, the other one. The other one. So, yeah. Sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. I am just using my time machine to go back about 30 Ooh. seconds and say <laughs> Dr. Emmett Brown 
um, of Back to the Future 3. Uh, 10 points. You guys uh, You guys managed to stake it out before I could say you were wrong. As by the rules of Inconceivable. Uh, I think you... <gasps> I see it just by squeaking. <laughs> <laughs> and we put an asterisk next to the scores for this one early on this time. Uh, if you don't think that they come pre-marked with asterisks these days, you have not been listening. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a template and you copy and paste the actress comes with it yeah that's right all right uh let's move to the other side james beloved sister devoted friend she saved the world a lot i believe this was buffy summers does anyone on that team want to squeak <laughs> mm. she does save the world a lot uh she is a sister after certain events uh She's clearly yeah. not a friend. It's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to think of something else that could possibly work for it, but I am drawing a blank. So this game is going to go so great. I can yeah. tell. I, um, I think I'm right, but... <laughs> I, well, then... James, but I no, would. No, I agree James, with me. Yeah. No one can yeah. stop you. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Don't talk yourself out of 10 points. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Yes, that was Buffy Summers from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. All right, Scott. Yes. In remembrance of our fearless leader, he gave us his wisdom, his love, and his life, parentheses, a couple of times. Uh, well, that's kind of vague. Um, <laughs> Super vague. I mean, if they put that on your tombstone, who the heck can yeah, it be? Yeah, it's a tombstone. It's not a, a, you know, it's a curriculum vitae. So. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't, I, this is not the round where I read you obituaries of famous. Oh, well, I, I look forward to that. <laughs> so, uh, team, anyone? I, uh, so it's a man who died more than once. Uh, I don't, I don't know who that would be. Is this the part also where I should say there are spoilers in this round? <laughs> Probably should have been oh, at the yes. beginning of the round, but man. <laughs> spoiler: everybody dies. <laughs> Oh no. oh no! Yes, life. Um, spoiler: life is meaningless. Awesome. Uh, oh God! Somehow this got darker than it already was. <laughs> uh, well, I, I have no idea. I can't think of anyone. People who have died more than it, once. Uh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling that is not the answer. I don't think that's canon. Um, oh. yeah, um, mm. But what about? I don't think this is the answer. But in the th- in the of who's died more than once maybe Captain Jack Sparrow, uh, Jack Harkness No, oh. it's not a Doctor Who I think it was Doctor Who I, I figured you would have t- chat so. in I'm, I'm trying to pr- prime the pump here <laughs> so, Someone would give us a Doctor Who question because they're very biased against <laughs> I, Yes, my hatred is Doctor Who runs Scott deep. McNulty having Doctor Who questions for some reason <laughs> <laughs> That's right, I, I know so much about Doctor Who Welcome to the game uh, where I give your side only Star Trek and Doctor Who questions <laughs> <laughs> it's so I have, mean. I, I, I need to think of some answer. So I will say, if, unless somebody else has an answer, um, uh, no. But it sounds like they're like. I feel okay. It's a it's a team leader who's not in Star Trek or Doctor Who. That's my help. Also, Wait, don't, we, don't we get a clue from as medium? A, as a reminder, if you're willing to take a four point off, uh, yes. I will give oh, you the oh, medium. Oh yeah, let's do that. Give us a uh, give us the hint there, Dan. All right. So for four, yeah. So for a possible six points now. Uh, this this character has appeared in both TV and movies. Well, that didn't help. Um, <laughs> I didn't promise it would help. I just promised I'd give you the information. <laughs> okay. it's, it's kind of like, here's your clue. It's a fictional character. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> well, it's still not Star Trek. But, you know, if it was, that makes sense. So what other 
thing. <laughs> a t- so, TV that, could it be Firefly? That's no movies. Yeah, that, is that movies plural? Yeah, oh, there's yes. one. Uh, yourself, Dan. Uh, this character has appeared in TV and movies. Yes, I will. Okay, I will say that. right. okay yeah. so not Firefly. Um, Still oh, now I want to get it. Which bra- which, which, <laughs> before, which she was like, nah, now, now you're in. You've activated Liz. Yeah. She was just coasting before. No, it's got real. I, I don't know, because I've not, I've not heard it. I'm not looking for it. But what franchises have had movies and films? There aren't a huge amount. And I can't think of any other. <laughs> I think quite a few. Oh, there's Star Trek. Jump Star Trek. Star Trek. <laughs> we know he's got Star Trek. Um, 21 Jump Star Street. Star Wars. Had... <laughs> yes, you got it. It was 21 Jump Street. <laughs> um, no, the, the, not... the tombstone was for the titular 21 Jump Street. <laughs> yeah. Main character of 21 Jump Street. Everyone's favorite character. Yeah, 21 Detective Jump Street. Uh, 21, 21 Jump Street. Up to your hijinks again. <laughs> so wise. Such a good leader. <laughs> Oh, and okay. It, the, I mean, the phrase, the phrase "fearless leader" also feels kind of oh. like specific. You know, like it, it, for some of the people we've been talking about, nobody would say "fearless leader." It sounds almost sarcastic. <laughs> yeah, it sounds or, like kind of X Meny sense of humor, but I can't. The only reason yeah. that, it was the same character in a TV series, but it's it's only been a cartoon, so. I don't, I don't, couldn't be that, could it? No. I, Does that count? Would you say cartoon or TV series? It sounds like you'd say cartoon. A cart, but a cartoon is a TV series. I know. It's just animated, right? But just, yes, but I just feel like you'd say cartoon. Maybe that's being pedantic. I don't yeah. know. But Maybe. also the only the only tombstones <laughs> I can remember in the cartoon are from Days from Future Past. Mm. And I can't remember any from the movies. Mm. The only I don't think there actually are tombstones for these characters. Uh, <laughs> all right, Team One. Uh, uh, I, I got nothing. Okay. I'll say Cyclops. Uh, Cyclops. What's his face? Scott uh, Summers. Is that Cyclops? Cyclops? I mean, I'm sure there are lots of people who'd like to bury him twice. But uh, just out of curiosity, that is, first of all, that's not correct. Does anybody on the other team happen to know the answer? Nope. No one. Uh, okay. Also, no. Wow. I mean, all right. the The answer on that one. Spoiler alert. <laughs> is uh phil colson from the marvel universe uh, oh I, I don't know who that is he is the <laughs> he is the primary character on agents of shield and he has also uh, appeared in many of the different marvel oh. movies and famously meets his end at least for the first time in the avengers so is he actually dead or temporarily dead? He is uh, you'll dead have in, to watch the Yeah, you'll have to series. watch five seasons of telev- television. That's right. You have to I'm watch not five seasons five of television seasons of and 20 of movies to find out the answer to that. <laughs> it's, a, it's a bit of time investment. The answer is yes. <laughs> oh my God, they really killed him. I am shocked. Shocked. Uh, well, well, you really know, as dead him. as anybody stays in comic books the, and TV. The actor is in the next season. So what? <laughs> oh come on! He All plays right. a ghost. <laughs> All right, Kathy. Yes. The path of the righteous man, Ezekiel twenty-five seventeen. It's from Pulp Fiction, but I don't know the name. Uh, the Do cat- people die in Pulp Fiction? Is this a spoiler for Pulp Fiction? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any graves in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I don't remember. Okay, so I know for a fact that this is from Pulp Fiction because it came up in a BuzzFeed article (laughs) in a link for a Marvel movie thing that Nick Fury says, but what is Samuel L. Jackson's character name in the movie? Um, Is it Jules or is that the other one? 
I can't remember the Travolta character. I know what his wallet says, but I can't say it on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a Jason, okay? Um, I, I've never seen the movie, so I am. <laughs> I, I've seen the movie quite a lot. Is the answer Mace Windu? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, his epitaph is this party's over. <laughs> I know what his lightsaber says on the side, but I can't say it on this podcast. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I don't remember. I think we're going to have okay. to go with Jules from Pulp Fiction, but yeah, that's sure. all I remember. Jules. Okay, so Kathy, what's, what's your final answer? Jules from Pulp Fiction. Don't listen to so me. You guys went hilariously off track there because you mentioned the actual character on whose tombstone this appears, <laughs> and then you didn't pick him, but I oh, might no. give you a point or two for that. Does the other mm. side know with this answer? No. Well, could it be Nick Fury since you just said they it mentioned it? It is, in fact, Nick Fury's tombstone, says. Oh. <laughs> As a as a joke, because of the Marvel two because Pulp Fiction reference. Li- oh, I got it backwards! Dang it, Lex. What do you think? You want to throw him a point or two there? I think one point is what. One point, here. Lex. Give you me the one point. point and an asterisk. We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get one point five points? No, they don't do that anymore. There was regulation. There was no. Yeah, we yeah. strictly regulated the use of decimals and fractions. We are integers only here. I thought I would ask. I can't help but feel that that's my fault. <laughs> it's all your fault, Liz. <laughs> it's everyone's fault. All right, uh, this la- the last couple are the hardest, Liz. Okay, <laughs> they get tougher. Don't ask me a comic question, for God's sake. Done. Uh, all right, the epitaph for you is: He died doing the right thing. Yeah, God damn it. Um, well, this one definitely sorry. was Jesus. Uh, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> um, They're all Jesus. <laughs> I know what it says on his wallet, but I can't say it on his podcast. <laughs> Jesus had a wallet? <laughs> Nothing is coming. Team? Team? Have he we died got any? doing the right thing. So it's a man, I assume, uh-huh. um, uh, who did the right thing. Do the, oh, is it Spike, John, Spike Lee? <laughs> you know, when I tested these questions on my fiance, that was her answer. <laughs> I won't tell you whether it was right or not. Uh... No, it's not. It's not familiar to me. I would guess from it that okay, obviously it's a dude who didn't mm-hmm. always necessarily do the right thing, but was sort of okay-ish. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, what What's the medium? Are you all right? So for four points off, I will give you the medium. This character has appeared in a series of books as well as a TV show. Oh, well, that narrows it down. Thanks a lot. What, I, what medium you want to They appeared in this I, comic I, I, book I, I, run I, I from 1960. I only appear in one sodding medium. He died doing the right thing. Oh, could it be, what's his face? Ned Stark. Didn't he die doing the right thing? Mm. Nah, it's too, what's the right word? It's too whimsical for Game of Thrones. <laughs> yes. You need something, something with a bit of, a bit of whimsy, a bit of, yeah, it's not going to be like straight up fantasy like Did that. It's going to be like, like urban fantasy or something. It sounds more like that. Uh, if it is, uh, if it's fantasy, or if it's sci-fi, sort of jokey sci-fi-ish. I'm assuming that these are the genres we're in, because that's what it's been so far. Maybe this is just a test if we've got to the end of Dan's book. <laughs> oh <laughs> my right. god! Oh, there's no TV series. Oh, well, um, okay, yet. That, that, that's a yet. fair point. Okay, oh. um, books with telly series is, um, oh god, what, what's a, a telly series? A television it's, series. A series of books. Was that said? A series of I, books. I believe Dan I did, said I did a series give you of that. books. Yep. Okay. A series of books 
with a non-serious tone and a television series. Okay, team, what do you think? <laughs> you rejected my answer. So. <laughs> what was your answer? Dead Stark. You said that's ridiculous. Cause it's a, that is a, a ridiculous. Many... It's absolutely not Game of Thrones. I will bet... My it probably is. You uh, should totally relitigate that one. That seems like, yeah, just really, really invest in that. See some dissension in your team uh, dynamic. Do it. We should, we should argue okay. for this some more. Uh, uh, come on. Uh, uh, Tell series. TV show. Setting uh, the team against each other is very Game of Thrones. Uh, <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> if you're listening at home screaming the answer at your uh, iPhone or whatever other device you're using to listen, you're a nerd. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but we love you and appreciate you. Thank you for tuning in. We love yes. our listeners. <laughs> Thanks for it, listening, nerd. It sounds more in the direction of like more Douglas Adams than Jar Martin, but it's a bit twee for Adams. But it's more in that kind of direction. I believe he goes by Gur Martin. <laughs> He's great. <sighs> Uh, I, I love how my team are contributing here. They're really, they're really sorry. helping it. I'm yeah. judging you both a lot right now. Because um, I, I squeaked for you. I squeaked. I squeaked. I, know. I squeaked. You didn't do anything. I squeaked. <laughs> Let's go no. to the videotape. You, we can look at the audio tape and see you squeaked. All right, I know this is just Liz buying time before she comes up with the right answer, but I'm going to need an answer here. I don't know. I can't think of anything that it could you be, and it's really annoying right me. I do the right thing. Mm. Oh, um, I really don't know. Um, I don't. Lucifer isn't based on like books, is it? It's not. I'd know that if it was. It's, 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 it's based, based on, on the comics. greatest book of all time. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> and the devil appearing in this round so far. I don't know anything about <laughs> comics. But is, is um, the Bible a series? I don't know. How, how long oh. is this round? It's a sequel. <laughs> it's, uh, it's almost <laughs> over as soon as. <laughs> this, is, this is what the people tune in for. You know, if we just gave is the it? answer, it'd be a very boring podcast. That's right. I can't. That's right. I'm just furious. I can't think of anything that, to me, it could even maybe be. It has to be something that I haven't really seen. It has to be something with that kind of tone in it and that, you know, did the right thing, things, a kind of maybe sort of anti-hero starring in it, presumably, or supporting in it or something. These two things are due for the star, usually, or have been so far, more or less. Well, no, they haven't. Cause it's... Wait, Coulson is star of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., though. Oh, my God. <laughs> She's listening <laughs> it up over there. We're, we're just going to split this episode up into separate podcasts. One All right. Question. Okay, fine, fine. I don't, I don't know. Um, um, uh, rinse wind there. I'm, I, I don't know. That's a, that's a good guess. Does anybody from Team 2 know this one? Uh, the only thing that came to mind, which I know it's absolutely not, was Darth Vader. Um <laughs> He was burned. It's true. It's is this something from Vorkorsigan Saga? You're always talking about Vorkorsigan Saga. Uh, I am not. No, it is not. Uh, Liz okay. was, Liz, Will you admit that you're always talking about Vorkorsigan Saga? Absolutely, because it's amazing. <laughs> All right. I, I rest my case. <laughs> Liz was, uh, you were definitely circling around it when you said urban fantasy, and I think you got the right tone. Oh, it's Harry Dresden. It's Harry Dresden from the Dresden yeah. Files, oh. um, which was a long-running, is still, I think, an ongoing long-running book series, as well as yeah. it was a really brief TV show with Paul Blackthorne, who then went on to Arrow. Yeah, I have not seen All right. or read that. So, I think we get a point there for Tony saying what it was. <laughs> no points I only awarded. knew what it was once he had said many, many things. Yeah, but so. still... <laughs> 
you know, no okay. points there, and let's also, finish out this not round. Our turn. <laughs> let's, <laughs> let us finish out this round, Tony. You got the last one. Uh, how many points do I get for listening to Team One? Because that was excruciating. <laughs> yes, that is Lex's it would be discretion. brilliant if I come up with it. And yet, that is not how it ended. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, settle down, uh, Tony. Oh God, she will rise again like a phoenix, like Jesus. <laughs> like, uh, is that is it Gene Craig uh, team not Dan uh, it sure sounds like well so clearly many of these are people who have come back from the death uh, but that sure has that connotation of a phoenix and that yeah. makes me think of Gene Grey uh, that's a bad thing to put on your he. tombstone <laughs> was it oh, he or- yeah it's a he not she Oh, I heard no, she. No, no, no it's I she. said she. Was it oh, she? Is it a she? Yep. Team, oh. wait a... Wow. Wow. Okay, both of you are fired. So. Okay. Some sabotage <laughs> happening there. So much for team Can I unity. Can sleep? <laughs> yeah, you should have slept in longer. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like another hour and a half. That would have really... <laughs> um, uh, so, t- team, uh, now that we've all listened, does anyone have a uh, an alternative or possibly superior uh, choice? I think your answer is excellent. Okay, is that did was that a pun on X Men? Yeah. <laughs> Let us say it was, because I'm about to revisit my firing policies. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh. so puns Go are a firing it. offense or, or a hiring offense. All right, moving on. Uh, Kathy, how do you feel about that answer? <laughs> I have no opinion either way, so go for it. This is kind of a stab in the dark. I do not know if that's like actually what appears in the movie. That sounds like something they would put in the movie more than in the comic. Do uh, we want to get a medium guess? Because it's like sequel bait. No, I don't. I feel like... Because uh, it know. also it feels like it might be kind of obvious, but I don't know Like for a last question in the round. but I feel, I like, am, the, I feel like the hint is useful if we were completely lost, and we've got to yeah. guess. Or if we had two things and we needed to, like, rule one out. Okay, go for it. I think, final answer, Jean Grey from X-Men. Well, that is quite a final... We already had Cyclops once in this round, and that was not correct. But you know what? Jean Grey is correct. All right, where does that actually appear? It is from the comics, the 2001 run by Grant Morrison, I believe. Okay. All right, that is the end of round one. Lex, what are the scores? Well, as it turns out, Dan, since you're not in the score sheet, you're not aware of this fact. But uh, Team 1, uh, captained by Liz, has 10 points. Uh, team 2, captained by Tony, actually has an even 20. I think they were thinking they might have 21, but I deducted one point for Tony firing his teammates. Oh. <laughs> tough, tough but fair. fair. Tough but fair. There's asterisks all over this thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let us move on to round two, which is the first of our fake off rounds. In you which fake off. Steve's not here. You're not allowed to. It's trademarked. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, this is the round in which team one must find the liar. Team one, you may bid between one and ten points on your knowledge of the following category. If you select the correct answer, you will get that number of points. If you do not, you will lose that number of points. Your Sounds c- simple. category is <laughs> fictional planets. Mm hmm. Ooh, well, I, like plans, I like it a eh? lot. Um, I, 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 well, I don't know. I don't have to consult my team, but team, have you got any references? <laughs> what? Well, I, I clearly am no longer needed. I apologize for contributing to a culture of team captaincy that is drunk with power. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to sign off. Good luck, Liz. <laughs> Rude. 
But uh, team, because I I want to go for ten. It's fictional planets. It you know there's some weird stuff that comes up in this category sometimes. Yes, this is let's one, do ten. Well, it's not because yes, okay, fine. We're going to ten. <laughs> yeah. All right, they have bid ten. the full ten points in All the category <laughs> of fictional planets. Team one, your word is Morbus. M O R B U S. And to tell you the first possible yes. definition. It's James Thompson. Morbus is an inhospitable, toxic, and nuclear waste dump and prison planet uh, from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles adventure comics. Uh, in the UK, of course, Teenage Mutant Hero Turtles, since we weren't allowed ninjas. True fact. Uh, no, yeah, ninjas are outlawed in the UK. That's a Ooh. bummer. <laughs> it's really unfortunate. Uh, could be that. Could be something else entirely. Kathy Campbell, where does Morbus appear? It actually appears to be a dusty red mining planet in the Coprula sector from StarCraft. It's the home base of the Kelmorbian Combine, a mining company that exports refined minerals, Vespine gas, and various precious metals. Oh, okay. So it could be something, uh, a mining planet. It could be that toxic waste dump, or it could be something else entirely. Tony, what is Morbus? Uh, Morbus is totally an Earth-like planet occupying the orbit of Mars in the alternate universe setting of Harry Turtledove's A World of Difference, a novel. Uh, it's similar in size and uh, similar in size and makeup to Earth, but colder temperature because of you know where it is. Uh, and the inhabitants are noted for being radially symmetrical. They have six eyes that allow them to see in all directions. Uh, the inhabitants use stone tools and feudal governments. And in the book, uh, basically, the unfortunate uh, world of Morbus ends out being a place for the Americans and Soviets to have a proxy war. It's not great oh, for them. Okay. All right. Uh, could be okay. from an alternate history by Harry Turtlelove. Uh, could be that red, dusty mining planet that Kathy told us about. Or it could be that prison planet and toxic waste dump way back when James was giving his answer. But it's one of those. Team one, mm. the choice is yours. Okay. We're allowed to ask questions, right? That's the thing we can do. Uh, you can. They don't have to answer. <laughs> <laughs> Which StarCraft game is it from? They definitely don't have to answer. Damn, I can answer that. <laughs> yes, here's my question. Which one is true? <laughs> <laughs> one of I us could, tells I, the truth. Okay. And, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Okay, team. All I'm saying is mm -hmm. I've played quite a bit of StarCraft over the years and I haven't heard of this planet. Okay, uh, now you might no. think there's a lot of StarCraft. Why would you say I do? I do like to read the lore about space uh, games. Well, well so, Liz, let, let me ask you this: Do you consider yourself a casual fan of StarCraft? Because if it's if you could, you consider yourself a casual fan of Star Trek, and you know more than anyone else I've ever <laughs> met about Star Trek. So I'm going to assume that you know everything about StarCraft. So let's let's x no, that one out. <laughs> I don't I don't know everything about it. I just I have played more than one of these games, and. Well, I have I also played more than one of these I games, believe but I remember there are nothing about it. <laughs> Two games, so. <laughs> and, I, and I had a look-see at the remastered one that came out a couple of years ago. It's just I don't remember. It might be. How many planets? Na name their first album. If you can. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I'm just saying, I don't Morbus! think it's... <laughs> Okay, I'm, assu I'm assuming that none of us actually know, know what it is. <laughs> yeah, someone, Jean's been playing her cards pretty close to her yeah. vest here, but <laughs> <Sorry>. she knows. <laughs> Sorry. I, no, I, just... I, I, I don't. I, I mean, I've always go sort of like w by how, you know, how, how much the definition seems to be made up. 
like a good making up, but still like the and of of the she's judging your writing and acting abilities team too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm getting from yeah. it. Yeah, we're meta game um, there. And who who are you leaning for? There's no Steve Lutz here. I, I just like I to clarify <laughs> that uh, all of these are fictional planets. They're all made up. <laughs> None of them are real. None of Whoa. them are real. Whoa! <laughs> Tony, no. No, that's right. That is the category. Mm-hmm. Um, Life is so, illusion. Kathy's definition, I, I wasn't really sure where where it came from, so I was I was going to eliminate that. Well, you, you wanted to eliminate it, and Liz wanted to eliminate it, so that sounds like we should eliminate it. Oh, now you're okay. down to a coin toss. This is going to be really embarrassing if it's a Scarcraft one. Yeah. <laughs> yep. But I'm, I'm prepared to go for it. Okay, so we've got what the two? Harley. Harley. Confused. Okay. Yeah. Toxic planet dump and jail sounds very nice. Because <laughs> um, the light we live. Five stars. Yeah. Raves trip advisor. Yeah. <laughs> or, or planet that that is uh, in a, another universe taking the place of Mars, but is Earth like. Mm-hmm. That feels physically n- not possible. <laughs> None of this Science is possible. Fiction. What? <laughs> All things are possible. Okay, mm. and the other one was Teenage Mutants Hero Ninja Turtles. slash UK Hero Turtles. <laughs> and I like that detail in it. I do yeah. like it. And I did watch the cartoon a lot, but I don't think it was in the cartoon, but didn't they, they may have had comic co- books. Yes, no. I thought they might have comic books. But mm-hmm. they had comic books, so it could have been in that. And the thing is, it, I did like the theme song a lot for that cartoon. So could you, that's uh, quite good. Liz, Turtle Liz power. Could, you, uh, could you remind us of what the theme song goes like? for? <laughs> get, if, if your turn's going to take eight minutes, I'm allowing one minute of it to be the theme song. So mean! No, it's We're not. Sh- Please sing for us. No, there are ten <laughs> points at stake here. We have to think it through. Jeez. Yes, in excruciating detail. Oh, you're so mean. We can't make is, a mistake here. This is why no- I always lose as a captain, because I get, uh, I, I'm very fickle, and then I just pick one. <laughs> Okay, okay. Um, or it's Harry Turtle Dove. Uh, oh, wait, do... wait. Turtle what? Dove, Mutant Turtles. Uh, I just wanted to say that. I don't know if there's nothing. It doesn't help. It doesn't help. Okay, team, what, what are we thinking? <laughs> what, what are you... Okay, we're voting. Fine, are you happy? Oh, we're voting. Vote I'm leaning team. towards uh, the nuclear waste slash jail planet. So am I. Okay, Teenage Mutant Turtles. I ju- I'd just like to point out in StarCraft, uh, a, a strategic term would be turtling. So, all right, all right now let's, let's speed this up, not slow it down. Team one, I, give me an just, answer. Yes, I'd just like to point out that turtling is a term in a lot of computer games, so not strategy, need StarCraft. Okay, well, um, on the basis of it's a, got a great theme song and my team both voted for it, I'm going to go for the turtle planet. All right, they think the answer is James's uh, planet from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. James, is that correct? I'm afraid to say that is true. Hooray! That is a full 10 points on the bluff round. Well done, Team 1. Do you, want, do you want to know about our fictional planets? Other fictional planets? Trust the turtles. <laughs> yes. How much time yes, do you I want do. to spend? I, I can do it real quick. Uh, the StarCraft planet we described is a real planet from StarCraft. It's called Moria. And the uh, tur- Harry Turtle Dove, A World of Difference planet is from that book. But it's called Minerva. The end. Ah, okay. All oh. right. There we go. Nicely done. That's the end of round two. Lex, where do we stand after this round? 
Well, Dan, uh, we're all considerably older, but the score is all tied at 20. <laughs> <laughs> all right, tied at 20 going into round three. Round three is a game I'm calling Compound Interest. This is a little different from games we've played before in that this round is about words. I am going yeah, to... Yeah, we have never uh, used words before. <laughs> so there are a lot of compound words in the English language, which are words made up of two words. But I'm going to move where the break in that word is and give you a definition. So, for example, if I gave you the clue, the speed of moving on your hands and knees, that would be a crawls pace or crawl space. So I'm moving where the break in the word is and giving you a new definition. Oh, I see. That's how the game is played. That's, I don't like this game. I (laughs) hope you don't. James, we'll start with you. Oh, good. A male deer's family. Okay. Buck. Herd. Male. Male deer. Uh, yeah, buck is good. Um, family. And I will give you the clue that all of these take the form of, in the same way in that example, where it's crawls, it's like a possessive. Mm. All of okay. them contain that. Thank oh, you. so it's uh, a bucks. Bucks something. So I don't know Fam- if, like... It what's it what's a phrase that has buck in it, either as the second word or the first word? Buckfast. Buckfast, yes. <laughs> Liz and I get that reference. Okay. So, <laughs> a male deer's family? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like But does that mean it's, it's gonna- not gonna be a herd? Think of a word that's more like a a, a general word like for family. An actual oh, okay. family. Yeah, okay. not necessarily a family of deer. Exactly. Um, okay. Uh so synonyms for family. <laughs> Uh, Let us consult our dictionary one word at a time. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is, this this round's a lot easier if I'm allowed to use the internet. Yeah, I uh, highly yeah. recommend also the pen and paper in this round may be useful. Okay, that's not yeah. cheating. Unfortunately, I've got five letters written down, and that doesn't help. Um, family, so parents, kids, sisters, siblings. Oh, it's uh, buckskin. It's kin. Oh, uh, kin. Yeah, good. very good. Yeah, bucks- Thank you. I only got that because you started generating those. There you go. That's yeah. Yeah. That's a good tactic. That's my answer. Well done, Buckskin. (laughs) Good work, James. (laughs) Gene, the ocean's superhero attire. The ocean's superhero attire. Team. um, Seascape. Exactly. I'm. I'm gonna. I'm gonna give it to you because I heard it. Seascape or seas cape. But I didn't want to jump in because I wasn't sure they'd squeak fast enough if I had it wrong. So. Uh, but yes, seascape. Kathy, yes. the sound of a crypt. Sound audio, audios. Okay, so a crypt, grave, or cemetery. That's not going to be it. It's way too long. Tomb, grave. Uh, I like mausoleum. I like tomb. Tomb. What was the first part? Sound of a crypt. Um, Sound of. So, audios. Noise. um, Noise. (sighs) Oh, could it, is, Dan, are they, uh, is, is it, can it be sounds like, or does it have to literally be, uh, letter for letter? Like, could crypt become script, or no? No, these are all, these are all literal okay. these word, follow, like, like synonyms crossword yeah. type words okay got it got it, got it. okay um anytime with the next three hours would be great oh <laughs> you have no <laughs> right oh, <God>. yeah. <laughs> mm. 
they, hypocrisy hasn't reached Scotland. Um, yeah. <laughs> Audio, audibles, um, sound. So it's probably, because it's sound of a crypt, the crypt part is probably first. So it's, whatever the word is for crypts, possessive sound, right? Tombstone. Tombstone. Yes. Tombstone. Tombstone. Or nice. Tombstone. Nice. Good job, James. Nicely done. Nice. I pulled but, back my participation. Yes. Our star's cooking vessel. Our star's cooking vessel. Sunspot. Sunspot. No. Oh, that might be that. <laughs> I'm not going yeah, to let Liz speak that one. That I want to hear what Liz's answer was. Yeah. Sunspot. Sorry, squeak sorry. away. Or sunspot. Liz, did you have a good one? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> mm, All right. Mm. The last two are the trickiest ones. Tony. Oh, great. Insect parasites found on a violin. What? Uh, <laughs> insects. Wait, where is the possessive? The possessive is the insect, insect? parasites found on a violin. Okay. Uh, so an insect parasite would be uh, a tick like is a not. A, yeah, maybe a mite. Um, uh, and then what's another word for violin? Well, it's on a, on a violin. So it could be so a, like the strings or the cat gut or the bow mm-hmm. or, I mean, we could do a fiddle. We could do <laughs> viola. We could do cello. So gigantic um, violin. It'd be nice to um, say a cello is not string, a violin. String smite. Yeah. Um, strings. That's a common saying. Um, uh, smite. I like smite. Mm-hmm. Are there any other parasites that are insects? That are Quite a few. Dis- yeah, there's a lot. Um, Let us consult this book I have of insects. Flea. <laughs> slice. Slice. So, something slice. If it's a lice. Oh, I like that better. So, slice. Fiddles. Slice, fiddle slice. Um, They're screaming at home. <laughs> I know. Slice. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, Team One, do you actually have this? Yes. Okay. We're just going to filibuster, though. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think you're going to need to come up with an answer. You have. Yeah, I don't think I have. You have danced team. around it. No. Yeah, we've danced around it. Dance around um, a fiddle. Fiddle slice. <laughs> oh, guys, 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 guys. Fiddle ticks. Fiddle sticks. Fiddle sticks. <laughs> Very good. Ten points. Well done. <laughs> I just saw you just counting ticks. Oh. So See, early. my filibuster worked. Uh, I'm burning time here, but uh, a tick is not an insect. It is an arachnid, Ooh. but it is listed in some places as insect parasite, so. Mm, don't no. don't oh. try to do our points. <laughs> yeah, don't you read that important science journal, The Tick, by Ben <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, you got you got your points. Yeah, I'm angry about those points. Lex, please put an asterisk next to those points. No, wait. <laughs> All right, save the hardest one for last, Liz. Yeah. Okay, team, jump in as soon as you know it. I've got complete faith in you. Okay. Being Ooh. beaten, scrambled, or boiled, we can only imagine. What? <laughs> Could you repeat that, Dan? Being beaten, scrambled, or boiled, we can only imagine. Scrambled. So eggs and... Dream? Dream eggs? Extreme? Good. Extreme? That's extreme. Final answer. Extreme. Uh, no. no, that doesn't seem right. right. <laughs> Oi. 
There's a lot of griefing in this week. Liz, I think there's a crocodile coming for you. So, beaten, beaten, boiled, or scrambled, those are, I mean, that's, those are ways of making eggs, but not necessarily is eggs in the, in the answer. Um, why give all those preparations? I'm just saying. There's a way to sing eggs that's not saying eggs, but what else yeah. could it be if it's not eggs? Yeah. Um, but we can only imagine, Liz. Uh, we can only imagine, right? Um <laughs> I mean, imagine, we can only imagine. Yeah, like, I'm stuck on dream for that. I, I can't think guess, of literally any other word. Guess, <laughs> conceive. Eggs, conceive, conceive eggs. Those sound yeah. like words. Um, eggs. Um, Is there anything else that could be apart from eggs? Well, I was thinking of like an egg dish, like an omelette or a... Uh, I mean, it's just really riffing here without a good uh, sense of where to go, but um, we can only imagine. Uh, or not, as the case may be. All right. I, can, yeah, I, I, I cannot imagine. I'm going to need an answer. Mm. Mm. Excellent. <laughs> <laughs> I, I um, like it. Excelsior, Excelsior. None of those are compound words. <laughs> Egg salad, you know, like that's just because that's two words. Uh, um, eggs. I can't think of anything. Eggs vision. Um, eggs. Extreme egg, egg could be a compound word if you put a dash after the ex. All and right. Use that as the Latin. Answer, please. Number team number one. Ex 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 excrete. <laughs> no, you're just naming things. I need a, I need an answer. Uh, team, do you know any words with eggs in them that are compound words? If this is no. an eggs, I'm going to be so unhappy. I, I don't think it's eggs, but uh, I don't know what it is. What else could be? It's not eggs. I don't know. That's why I said I don't know what it is. I could be wrong. Fine, excelsior, which is absolutely a compound word because we could put. I could put a dash anywhere in there. Yeah, but that doesn't make two words when you split it up. Team two, do you happen to know what this one is? No, after listening to them for five minutes, I just can't think of anything else than eggs. <laughs> all right, I'm yeah. going to give you some oh, points because you you got one of the words, which being Woo. being eggs. See, I told you it was eggs. Well, we can only imagine such torture that an egg goes through. That that must be an egg's hell or an eggshell. Uh, oh, groans, groans. I love it. All right, Lex, so how many bad. points are we giving him for eggs? Oh, I guess three for knowing that eggs are a thing that can be scrambled or boiled. <laughs> All intense, right. intense trivia here. Inconceivable. That is the end of round three. Uh, where are the scores at, Lex? There's a seven-point gap. Tony's in the lead with his team and 50 points for Team 2. And Liz is in second place. Team 1 has 43 points. Excellent. Let's go to round four, the second of our fake-off rounds. Fake-off, Rise of the Fake Walker. It's Team 2's chance to <laughs> bid for points. They can bid between 1 and 10 points on the following category. If they get the correct answer, they'll get that number of points. If they do not, they will lose that number of points. Team 2, your category is Schools of Magic. Mm. 
Kathy and James, how do you feel about schools of magic? I have not. I attended state school, so I don't know any schools. <laughs> I, I, I failed out of both Hogwarts and uh, break bills. So, so uh, is that like an eight? I don't even know what that second one is. So, <laughs> I mean, I'm confident enough to if there's anything in the Harry Potter world, um, including the American version. We also we do have a lead. So, how do you feel about? I, I think. No, 10, no, you do, cover. Set 10. Do oh six. my gosh, Liz. If we do six, we're one point ahead, even if All we right. lose. Yeah. Six points it is. Final six answer. Six points, points have been wagered in the category schools of magic. <laughs> you don't deserve to win this. Your word is... I, I have a hard time pronouncing this one. Catoptromancy. Catoptromancy. C-A-T-O-P-T-R-O-M-A-N-C-Y. Catoptromancy. And your first definition comes from Gene McDonald. Thank you. Catoptromancy. Okay, so this particular school of divination was popular with fishermen in the early Middle Ages. Um, what we call today flashlight fish, uh, which is Animalis catoptron, they have bioluminescent pouches in their eyes. So back in the day, not unlike reading tea leaves, fishermen would, would net the flashlight fish and study the Morse code-like blinking of their eyes for a prediction of where their next catch could be found. Oh, is this okay. is this from is this a real thing or is this from a fictional thing? This is a real thing. Okay. If, if you believe in divination, it's real. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> People believe it to be a real. It's thing. not a, another planet. This is yeah. another planet. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So it could be something involving bioluminescent, bioluminescent fish eyes. Could be something else entirely. Scott, what is catoptromancy? Uh, it is the school of magic that appears in Robert Jackson Bennett's novel, Foundryside, whose practitioners inscribe symbols onto objects to make those objects believe that reality operates slightly differently than it actually does. I'll give you an example, because I'm a kind man. Uh, symbols can be inscribed onto a wagon wheel to make it think that it's always going downhill, so it will always roll. Ooh, okay. Could be a, a inscribing sigils. Could be those bioluminescent fish eyes. Could be something else entirely. Liz, what is catoptromancy? Okay, so once upon a time, there was a school called Hogwarts. And in that school, <laughs> you had a teacher of divination who was uh, Professor Trelawney, who was played by Emma Thompson. In, some in this story? Of- <laughs> in some of the Harry Potter movies. And she did lots of sorts of divination, like she looked in teacups and stuff. But one of the sorts uh, that she didn't do is what we see in a 1930-something movie called Snow White that was based <laughs> on took a, a grim fairy tale book published sometime in the 19th century, probably. Anyway, and that one, and that's got my second favourite Disney villain in it, there is... Um, the evil queen, who's amazing and is very, very scary in the Disney ride. And she ride. told a story about <laughs> Well, if you don't want to know, keep then going, keep going. you're not going to get the end of my answer, possibly. Um, and one of the things that she did, other than painting poison apples red, which really kind of indicates more poison to me than green anyway, um, is she looks in a mirror sometimes. And she saw things there, and her mirror would, like, chat back and tell her stuff. And that... Did the mirror tell her what the definition was? No, it's talking to her mirror and saying, Hi, mirror, how's it going? Tell me secret stuff. That 
is a form of divination that was not taught at Hogwarts, and that's Catrapocha Nancy. <laughs> <laughs> right. Your Honor. <laughs> uh, overruled. Your options, Team 2. Those are three definitions. One of them is a very long story involving, I think in the end, mirror mirrors, divination? Mirrors, Let's say mirrors. mirrors. Yeah. A form of inscribing sigils to convince them that reality is different. Or a uh, fishing and bioluminescent fish eyes using fishermen using to figure out where their next catch was coming from. One of those is catoptromancy, but which one? Team two. And the uh, the places, the origins of the phrase were either reality, uh, the uh, that book that I don't remember, or uh, Snow White. Um, <laughs> yeah, the Grimm's fairy tale version. Yeah, I mean Liz's okay. version. Liz's definition was definitely written by Liz. Yeah, <laughs> dear, you could have been was, just added. I, I feel onto like we did not deserve Liz. that. Like we've done a lot of things today, but that was unfair. <laughs> uh, also, for the record, Emma Thompson played Professor Trelawney in all of the movies, not just some of them. Yes. Oh. Also, there. I yeah. was. She didn't play her in the first one because Professor Trelawney wasn't in the first one. Oh, uh, but the okay, prefer- all right. Never- Look, no, that's down. I was okay. just at the Harry Potter <laughs> studio tour this weekend, and I don't remember any men of this <laughs> yeah. okay. it's almost like she tacked on a definition to a definition um i've deducted points from both teams but an equal amount so it's irrelevant very fair all right i don't think uh it's a flat flashlight fish because i don't I think, think so the either fish are too deep to be caught by people that just throw nets over. also I, I don't know there could totally be many seeds of truth in that definition but that didn't sound like the right, right latin name for a flashlight flashlight fish no the, yeah. the um, word started with so. cat so if it was cats that eyes glowed in the dark i would yeah. believe it um <laughs> so okay so we we felt sounds like consensus that one's out so we are down to inscribing uh things to change the nature of reality or mirror divination the, the thing is like i think liz could be throwing us off with her deliberately rambling definition yeah and i think it's hers is it deliberate or does she just do that <laughs> well you know rude. i uh <laughs> I stand by my my take on yeah. this. I, I, I sense some truth in that, Tony. Oh. I would be fine with either answer, but I, yeah, I think I think Liz is is going to be true that we just throw or supposed to just throw out because of the rambliness of it. Yeah, James, how are you feeling? <sighs> yeah, I mean, it's like I I've seen how Liz works in D and D. I feel like either way, Liz is going to be outraged, so that's kind of a win. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine. so. Also, I mean, after having to deal with that round, I feel like we owe them some psychological warfare. So, final answer, Liz's <laughs> long story about mirrors. All right. They think catoptromancy is a form of divination using mirrors. Liz, time to fess up. Is that true? I just think it's deeply unfair that whether I get a five-word response or a 500-word response, they always know. Um, <laughs> yes, that might have been the correct answer. Yes, that is correct. Catoptromancy is <laughs> divination I, I, you using mirrors. Points. Dan, could you, could you read us the definition that you provided Liz with? Uh, yes, my definition I provided her was divination using a mirror. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you said to extemporize it I said as you, you could. Wish. That is up to you. Yes, that is a decision that you made. All right. Uh, that is- those, those, those were the most delicious six points we've earned. Yeah. That is the yes. end of round four. Lex, where do the scores stand? 
It's anyone's game, particularly if you're on Team 2. Team 2 has a 13-point <laughs> lead, 56-43. to 43. All right, going into round five. Round five entitled, Everyone's a Winner. And this round was written by... <laughs> this round will prove false. <laughs> <laughs> this round is the contribution of listener Kat, who is also known as my fiancé. So <laughs> letters go to her. Oh, my fiancé Kat. <laughs> I'm going to give you a word. That word appears in both a movie that won the Best Picture Oscar... And oh, a boy. book that won the best novel, Hugo. <gasps> I am going to oh, give yes. you the. I will give you the years as well in which those uh, oh, respective yeah. awards happening. The first year will be the year of the Oscar. The second year will be the year of the Hugo. So, for example, if I gave you Bird, twenty fourteen, nineteen seventy seven, the answers would be Birdman which won the Best Picture Oscar in 2014, Joe Steele's favorite movie, and Where Late the Sweet Birds Sang, which won the best. <laughs> Novel Hugo in 1977 by Kate Wilhelm. Wow. Okay, um, I did not think huh. anyone would know that one. But <laughs> mm. so I put just... it upstairs. I read it. I love her work. <sighs> okay, let's just give Liz 30 points. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably wise. Uh, Gene, we're going to start with you. So five points each for the title of the book and the movie. Okay. Gene, your word is season. Season. Okay. Hmm. The years are 1966 and 2016. Okay. Okay, okay. Oh, uh, uh, the, what was the N.K. Jemison book? Oh, oh, yes, of course, the fifth season. Cheese. There you go. And, um, 1966 season. What's, what's, um, I want to say, man, for all seasons. Oh, yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was terrible. <laughs> that sound like I, the right answers to I, me. I don't, I don't. Good job putting all the book people on one team, Dan. <laughs> no one is stopping Um, you from reading tony no i i yeah i need the book people because you know as i think it's pretty obvious i'm I'm not an avid uh reader of science fiction novels so uh what's the name of the nk jemison novel the fifth season the fifth season the fifth season okay is the novel dan and i'm going with i'm going with a man for all seasons for the movie that is correct. Ten points. Woo! Woo! Team two, James. Your word is, uh, appropriately for you, American. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, and your years are, the, there are actually two answers for Best Picture, 1999 and 1951, and 2002. Uh, James, I think 1999, would that be American Beauty? That yeah. sounds plausible, yes. And then I didn't even listen for what year the book was, because books. I did 2002. Read, oh, 2000, 2002. I think I said last time I was on the show that I should read more. I didn't. Mm. You should at least read the list of Hugo nominees, it sounds like. <laughs> okay. if I know. Memorize those. Yeah. Um, American. We could invent. What do we think that should have won? Like American Space Guy? Is that. That sounds like, <laughs> that sounds like something the puppies would nominate, at least. So. Yeah. An American in Paris, maybe? Let's do. Well, it's going to be science fiction, right? Yeah. Or fantasy. Yeah, I, I get I, no idea. So uh, I'm just trying to think if I know any major novels that have the word <laughs> American in them that are in you. It was recent, Dan? You said 2002. 2002. Not uh, as recent as one might assume. Yeah. Uh. That was only like six years ago, right? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, all right. I think the t- clock is ticking. Do we have any guesses on a novel? Otherwise, we, no should, clue. we should submit American Beauty and move along. But it's James' yeah. turn. Yeah. I, uh, so we have American Beauty for the film, and we have the famed sci-fi novel American Beauty for the book. 
<laughs> uh, well, you got, you got American Beauty, and I heard Kathy mention American Paris, which was the other best picture. And I honestly oh. think you have all oh. know this book, and some of you have probably I'm read shocked. it. I'm shocked sure and have. horrified. Uh, that book was American Gods by Neil Gaiman. Oh, gods. Oh. <laughs> so, you know, you kind of we, cut, we cut yourself off by thinking, well, yeah. we don't read any books. Whereas I'm guessing you've probably heard that one because it's also a TV show. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh. Yeah, so don't be so hard on yourself, guys. Come on, no, believe in yourself. We, we earned that negative five points. You guys can yeah. read. All right, Scott. You don't. Uh, yes. Uh, your word is moon. Moon. And your years are moon. 2016 and 1967. The moon uh, is a harsh mistress, right? I knew that too, yes. Yeah. I know you knew that as well, Liz. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm not, I'm not like, this is something I really know about and I'm getting asked questions on it. Sorry. Oh, guess what? It's something I know about too, and I'm being oh, asked sorry. questions. Sorry, sorry. How are they <laughs> fighting about the right answer? That's what we do, Liz. So. I'm not sure. I, I'm not sure if we should always be on the same team or if we should never be on the same team. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get. I, I'm not competitive at all, so I'm very. Calm. <laughs> all right. Well, okay. if you're so, if you're so smart, anyway, let's, why let's don't you give me the rest of the answer? Okay. The sorry. What, what year's the movie? What was the movie? We, yes. What was the year? To- 2016. 16. Oh, oh, wait, the, the, the rocket in the moon thing. The pokey rocket in the moon. What's wait, it called? Wait. What? 20. Wait, isn't it Moonlight? Isn't it the, the, the one? Oh, no. Uh, sorry, I said six. sorry, what's the year again? I didn't hear it Sorry, no, I heard 16. That was 2016, <laughs> not the actual year 16. To oh, right. <laughs> Jesus Christ, 2016 again. is, oh, oh sorry. that's I moon, moon, Moonlight. Yeah, that's what I just said. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, 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 so I'm going to ring the bell. I, I don't know, understand right. anything about modern yes, movies. Moonlight sorry. and the moon is a harsh mistress. You got the bell. You got 10 points. I'm sorry, the correct answer was La La Land. Uh, <laughs> all right. Oh, <laughs> I knew that was coming. Oh, I understand that reference. Kathy. <laughs> yes. Uh, your word is fire, and your years are 1981 and 1993. Uh, 1981? Is that also. Uh, what else came out in 1981? Ms. Pac-Man. Notable. <laughs> Notable Best Picture Notable winner. Best Picture winner, yes. <laughs> the movie. Um, <laughs> wow, I've got nothing, because... 83. Uh, All I can think of is Catching Fire from The Hunger Games, which uh, Bonfire of the Vanities is a 93. thing. Um, I don't think Fire Walk With Me was that time frame. <laughs> <laughs> also not Best Picture winner. <laughs> I think it should have. Mm. Um, we're not relitigating that. <laughs> no. Um, Firebird, Fire. We're just guessing at the movie, right? The books are we're straight. Yeah, out. yeah let's got... do movie first. Um, it was a book from the nineties, Dan. Out of curiosity, it was nineteen ninety three. Nineteen ninety three. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I got absolutely zero right now. Take all the time you need. We will. Mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nothing. All right. Uh, All right. Yeah, I think we got nothing. James, I would think you don't know anything about this movie. <laughs> I'm probably going to by the sounds of it. Uh, the Great mo- part two, the one with fire in the name. The movie was 81. <laughs> was that right? The movie was 81. Yes. Yep. Fire that I would know about. Oh. If it helps, I know about it. <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's why I'm thinking is it something we have in common? Yeah, what do you guys have in common? We, we, we're yeah, sort it's, of... it's like S- Scottish fire. Fire fire of Scotland. Uh, That's the thing, right? That's my favorite. <laughs> why, why am I helping you? <laughs> oh, what was the, the 
No, that was Dragonheart. And that didn't win Best Picture. <laughs> yeah. It was definitely not also 1981. Picture, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like Sean Connery can do no wrong as a dragon. Yeah. I breathe fire. <laughs> yeah. Unless we have additional hints, I am uh, no idea. Scottish yeah. fire. All right, I'm not telling the truth there. Well, um, all right. Uh, it's me yeah. the Scottish Please fire do. movie. Moving Don't on. Don't say the title. Yeah. Nothing? Nothing. Nothing. No. All right. Oh, so much. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, that is the... All right. We're good. Thank you. Uh, that is the 1981 <laughs> movie Chariots of Fire, which takes place um, largely in Scotland. What was it? I didn't know that. No, I didn't know that. I know the music. That's about it. Uh, yeah. And the book was A Fire Upon the Fire Deep upon by Werner Vinge. Yeah. Uh, oh, all right. Team one, your word is dance, and your years are 1990 and 1995. God, they get easy ones. <laughs> I mean, that's how it works. Yeah, it's uh, always dances, easy. It's dances good. with wolves. I think is probably the the, the movie. It, yeah, and uh, 1995. Oh, I think it's um, Mirror Dance, Lois McMaster Bejeweled. Yes. Is that right? That's a book, Stead, right? Ten points. Yes. That is correct. Yes. Uh, Dances That's with one Wolves. Of those, one of those fine Vercozian saga. It is a Vercozian book, Mirror Dance, which won the Hugo in yep, 95. It's an inconceivable because we were required to do Vercozian. <laughs> I, I love this this ride. Can we do this like all, all the time? All right. Settle down. <laughs> settle down. Last question. All right, team two. Tony, your, word, your word is book. And your years are I two hate th- books. 2008, <laughs> 2018 and 1993. Uh, 2018. Uh, that is last year. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, it is. That's worth one point. Uh, <laughs> Wait a second. Thank you, Lex. I believe the answer was the controversially awarded Green Book. And uh-huh. uh, what was the year for the book? 1993. This is very annoying because it could be like blah 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 science fiction thing. Colon a book. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I'll tell you that. Um, I um. So a. P- a award-winning uh, sci-fi fantasy book from 1993 called book. With the word With the word book, book. James Kathy any any can you name a book that also has the word book in it book of the day no book of secrets yes. book of space stuff nebula book award-winning <laughs> book, book of dragons yeah. oh they were in contention oh James. I- Book of Space and Dragons. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. Crazy that book. But that's a good vote. Let's All right. Go with that. I think we are going, final answer, Green Book and Book of Space Dragons. <laughs> Green Book is correct, so that's five points for you. <laughs> well, g- give them a point for no the Book of Space and Dragons. Space. It's fine. I'm so right. <laughs> no. The correct answer was Doomsday Book by Connie Ooh. Willis. Yeah. No, what no. is more doom than Space and Dragons? That's true. Not much. Not much. <laughs> that closes out round five, which was Thank goodness. <laughs> a tough round for Let's Team do it Two. Again. Lex, do you want to give us the final scores? I do. You know, I uh, I made a prediction going into round five, and I was wrong. So I have also yeah, lost points. Well but, done, uh, Team One. Team Two coming in second place with sixty-seven. A come from behind victory for Team One with seventy-three points. Wow! If only we ever read a book. <laughs> no. Of course, like there just, are just three three strategically read books. There yes. are asterisks people. all over this or it, score. Or attended it's a whole bunch of world cons and like being forced to talk to these people who are all mm. lovely, by well, the way. 
I've learned important <laughs> lessons this week. I hope everybody listening at home has as well. That brings us to our end of our show. Thank you so much for listening, and thank you to our panelists and to our scorekeeper, Lex Friedman. As a reminder, if you would like to suggest rounds and or questions, you can reach us uh, at inconceivable at com or at our increasingly ridiculously named Twitter account at incon underscore conceivable. Thank you again for listening. We'll see you next time. Ticks aren't insects. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ is always the answer.